Hi, it's Kevin. Quick intro here. Luke had some very, very minor audio issues with his microphone in the second half of the podcast. Uh, it is still very, very listenable, but I don't want anyone checking to see if their headphones are broken. So just be aware and uh, we'll get him a new XLR cable. Thanks. Enjoy the app. Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to best song ever. Oh my goodness, this is such a surprise. Uh, I'm I'm Luke Levin, your illustrious host, and uh, oh, who do I thank? I mean, uh, first off, my co-host Kevin Connor. He's here. What's up, Kev? Uh, I'd like to thank no one. I did this all myself. Uh, nobody helped me, and uh, fuck you. Okay. And last but not least, JC, baby. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, thank you. That concludes my acceptance speech. Uh, you might be wondering why I'm doing that. Uh, and I don't know if you checked your calendar, Kev, but it's Oscar season. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize. I just was didn't realize. <laughs> didn't. Didn't raise any uh, alarm bells with you. No, that that day. was just off the top of the dome. I I just felt that way every day, right? Um, but no, it is Oscar season. All of La La Land's biggest stars competing for old Goldie himself. So just Oski boy, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. They fight each other. Yep. Um, I tried to think of a third actor in that movie and could not come up with it. I know I gotta, there is. I gotta give it to There's Gosling least... ten out of ten times. He's he's got that <laughs> yeah. upper body strength that I don't think Stone can match. True. Um, but yeah, they'll be out there fighting it out, trying to get one of those those beautiful statues. And so we have a tradition when it's Oscar season on this podcast where we like to mash up some plots. And try and guess what this mashed up movie title would be. So here we go. Let's play Oscar Mashup. <laughs> and I'm going to start us off, Kev, because I have a little extra one. Uh, and I'm really happy with these. Uh, there's, there's some buttes in here. So let's start it off. Here's the plot description. A working-class Italian-American bouncer becomes the driver for two academic superstars determined to cram four years of high school partying into one night. Give me that one more time. I, I got half of it. Yep. A working-class Italian-American bouncer becomes the driver for two academic superstars determined to cram four years of high school partying into one night. Is this the green book smart? Yes! Yes! <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Um, which, by the way, I will say for all mine, this time I straight up copy pasted from IMDb. Before I like tried to like write it out. This time I just took the actual description, so that might make it a little easier. Oh, I wrote all mine out, and some of these <laughs> are unhinged. Nope. I was lazy. Go for it. A faded television actor must confront his failings as a parent throughout every dimension, even those with charismatic cult leaders. Every dimension with charismatic cult leaders. Hmm. Give it to me one more time. A faded television actor must confront his failings as a parent throughout every dimension, even those with charismatic cult leaders. 
Is it everything everywhere all at Birdman? <laughs> no, you got half. Okay. You want yeah, that part's obviously. You want to take one more um, guess? A faded TV star. That's the part that's stumping me. But uh, no, just tell me what it is. Everything, everywhere, all at once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Uh, See, hmm, interesting. The charismatic that, cult that leader. That's a good one. Part charismatic also, cult yeah. leader. That part threw me too because I was like, I got the dimensions, but nice. That was that was a stumper. Good mm-hmm. one. All right. Well, uh, here's my next one. A middle-aged Chinese immigrant is swept into an insane adventure exploring other universes where she meets a busker and they share an eventful week in Dublin as they write, rehearse, and record songs that tell their love story. You must have half of it. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out everything, everywhere, all at once. You got it. You just said it. That's it. It's everything, everywhere, all at once. I mashed up everything, everywhere, all at once, and the movie Once, oh, which I'm... also was nominated for Oscars. This year? No, this was in, like, 2007. This is it's the first amazing... time I've ever heard of this movie. Not, not true, because I've talked about it many times on this podcast, but it's uh, Glenn Hansard and Marquetta Erglova, and it was That's nominated for That's the first the time song. I've heard of any of those people. <laughs> He's an Irish singer-songwriter. It's it's sort of like based on his life. He was a busker in Ireland. uh, And it's a great movie. Great, like, love story. Great music in it. But it's called Once, so I kind of, like, cheated. But you get it because technically you said what the mashed up title was. All right. I'm I'm diverting a little bit from this year's Oscars (laughs) with these just because it's too fun not to do. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. This punk rock sport is more dangerous than you think because fucking be deadly. Okay, let's let's take that back one more time. This punk rock sport is more dangerous than you think because fucking be deadly. I have no idea. <laughs> punk rock sport. Yes. Um, I'm I'm so attacking I'm thinking... a weak a weak point in your knowledge. Sports. No, well, to my, so for me, that brings to mind, what's the most punk rock sport? Roller derby. This must be Whip It. Um, you got so I'm, I'm getting there. Um, and then what was the second part again? They uh, do what? It's more dangerous than you think because fucking be deadly. Fucking be deadly. This is entirely based on if you've seen this film because... Oh, is it Whip It? It Chapter 2? No, but that's super good. No, unfortunately, Luke, it's Whip It Follows. Oh, that's so good. Oh, It Follows. I should have got that, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm struggling today, but what a great mashup. All right, well, let's see if you can get this one. I think you specifically might be able to. Okay. A young African-American man grapples with his identity and sexuality while embroiled in a war for control over the galaxy's most valuable asset and becomes troubled by visions of a dark future. Okay. Want it one more time? Yeah, I got half. A young African-American man grapples with his identity and sexuality while embroiled in a war for control over the galaxy's most valuable asset and becomes troubled by visions of a dark future. 
This game is harder than we think it is. You know? So, like, I, I'm... I think it's Moonlight, and I think it's Dune, but I can't smash those Dude, you're together. You're so close. You're so close. Think about the the sound that they both share. Dune light? Yes! <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um, Annie was giving me grief for a possible one that I was going to do because it wasn't a perfect portmanteau. And I was like, what's Luke going to do? Call the cops? And like that was way more illegal than what I was going to do. I am not. Hey, I'm not too stringent on <laughs> the rules of Oscar mashup. They don't, we've had ones that aren't even nominated for Oscars. So Yeah, I also uh, was hey. about to go with Moon Lightyear, uh, which also would have <laughs> been fun. <laughs> Yeah, but um, you're beating me. You've got you're three for three already, uh, and I've gotten zero. I think so. How about you give me your next one? All right, Titans Clash as Martha loving mothers. Oh no, I'm sorry. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Titans Clash as Martha loving monsters battle each other. Jesse Eisenberg and Millie Bobby Brown star. Okay, do it one more time. Titans clash as Martha-loving monsters battle each other. Jesse Eisenberg and Millie Bobby Brown star. If I knew anything Millie Bobby Brown was in, other than Stranger Things, um, it's obviously Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Now, where the other plot comes in, I'm not sure. Think think about other great battles we've had in recent years. No clue what that means. Uh, like uh, real battles or like no, like ones? movie battles. This is going on too. I have no clue. Go. It, look, <laughs> it was of course Batman versus Superman versus Godzilla versus Kong, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> okay, okay, pretty good. I guess the fact that there were no plot details of Godzilla versus Kong. Mo- monsters. Oh. oh, I thought that was about Batman and Superman. Well, superheroes are monsters, Luke, but not in this instance. True. And Millie Bobby Brown was in that movie. I would argue that Kong and Godzilla don't love Martha's as much as Batman and Superman. But well, I would argue that counts. this movie doesn't exist, so in my made-up reality, they do. All right. My next one. Facing an unplanned pregnancy, an offbeat young woman makes a selfless decision regarding the unborn child while embroiled in a war for control over the galaxy's most valuable asset and becomes troubled by visions of a dark future. Stop it! Cut it out! (laughs) Duno! Yeah! Duno! What if Duno starred Paul Dano? Oh, shit! That'd be great. I and sign he plays up. the piano. Oh. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. This one is. I don't know that anyone's seen this movie except my dad and then me, who he showed it to, because it's a <laughs> weird '80s comedy. But Rodney Dangerfield flees from the galactic spanning regime, battling bounty hunters and father issues throughout. Um. Guardians of the Galaxy with Ladybugs. Um, I'll give you this. Go further back in your Bounty Hunter movies. Okay. Give me the description again. Rodney Dangerfield flees from the galactic spanning regime, battling bounty hunters and father issues throughout. Oh, I, I 
I finally have one. Empire Strikes Back to School? Yes! Yes! I'm like, I know one other Dangerfield movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, it's, that, wow. it's that in Caddyshack. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Ladybugs. So I guess I know three. Oh, I don't even know <laughs> that one. So your Dangerfield knowledge is deep. He coaches a soccer team, I believe. Oh. Um, and yeah. anti- antics occur, I can imagine. Yeah. Hijinks ensue. All right, Luke, you're All on right. the board. Yeah, I, I finally got one. I'm the one who invented this game. I should be better at it. Um, all right. I think you'll be able to get this one. Hopefully, this is a good one. Follows one of the greatest living composer-conductors and the very first female director of a major German orchestra. Once a familiar threat returns to finish that which was previously started, she must work with the Neytiri and the army of the Navi race to protect their home. So I was like, all right, it's definitely like Star Wars, but no, that is Avatar. Yes, Avatar. Avatar, yes, Avatar. No, no, there's more, there's more. The Way of Water? Yes. Okay. (laughs) And that's two current nominees. Yeah, see, that's a good one. Hell yeah. I was pretty happy with that one. That's a a very good one. Although the subtitle almost tripped me up because I... Yeah. I got one more. These are not current movies. I'll give you that. A cowboy and an intergalactic policeman enter the underground world of street racing once again. A cowboy and, uh, what was it? Intergalactic policeman enter the underground world of street racing once again. Okay, I'm thinking we've got Blade Runner happening. And then I'm thinking... Some sort of Fast and the Furious, or the, um, it's not Blade Runner, and you're gonna think that's a very funny guess when you find out what it is. Okay, intergalactic policeman and hmm. a cowboy, and a cowboy. Yes, both of them. Wow, both of them. Um, and then what do what do they get up to again? Enter the underground <laughs> world of street racing once again. Fast and the Furious times at Ridgemont High? <laughs> so close. This was, of course, Toy Story 2, Fast 2, Furious. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Say it again. Toy Story 2, Fast 2, Furious. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. I was just thinking, um, I was like, did he do, like, Mad Max, Too Fast, Too Furious Road? <laughs> <laughs> Which oh, would have been a good one, yeah, too. Yeah, that would be a good um, one. Write that down next year, because I'll forget it. Yeah. Um, no, this is, of course, right. Toy Story 2 meets Too Fast, Too Furious. That's great. The once again um, was doing heavy lifting there, because it needed to demonstrate <laughs> that these were both sequels. Yeah. Um, my last one is definitely a current Oscar nom mashed up with a movie that will never be nominated for an Oscar, and never should be. Ooh. Uh the leader of an isolated religious community gains the power to hear the thoughts of the women in their community as they begin to grapple with re- reconciling a brutal reality with their faith. Is this... You want it one more time? Yeah, please. The leader of an isolated religious community gains the power to hear the thoughts of the women in their community as they begin to grapple with reconciling a brutal reality with their faith. Is the is the is that like a Richard Gere movie, where you he can hear the thoughts of women? Is that something I'm making up? 
that it's not Richard Gere, but you're close. Pierce Brosnan. I think, uh, it's like a contemporary, right? Like, what yeah. is that movie though? In a way, in a way. I don't know. Okay. And also, if you don't know the other one, that's the more specific one. So I'll just give it to yeah, you. Yeah, give it to me. Um, it's what women talking want. Oh so, shit! See, I I was like kind of there. I didn't remember the name of what women want. So you said Pierce Brosnan, and who is your other Richard guest? Gere? Who is that? Mel Gibson. Oh no! <laughs> a much worse guess. That's what yes. I'm like. Actually, you know, I like I would prefer one of those other two. But women talking is I really want to see. It's about yeah, you know, like isolated religious community with a bunch of uh, great actors in it. But uh, I'll tell yeah, you this: uh, I had written down in my like scratch notes that I didn't use. Uh, little women talking. That's we Brian and I had so many of the women talking ones that yeah. we were going back and forth on, and this one was my favorite. So I was like, I'll go with this one. All right, well, Kev, you're the winner. Winner, chicken dinner. Of Oscar mashup. I'd like to thank the Academy. Um, we'll have fun at the the parties, and I wish you a lot of success in your career going forward. Thank you, thank you. Play me off. All right. That's where the uh, the Oscar uh, trumpet player really starts hamming it up. In, uh, <laughs> you got the plunger. The plunger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, why don't we go to our next award-worthy segment as we talk about all the music we've been loving in touts. Luke, I have not been very musical lately. Unfortunately, been living in podcasts, watching some TV. Uh, but the one album that has shown through that I've been a really big fan of, and I'm not surprised at this, was Desire Pathway from Screaming Females. Uh, this is yes. their first album in quite a while. Uh, I think since 2018? Uh, yeah, besides their Singles 2 album, which came out in 2019. So still at least four years. Uh, and yeah. like screaming females at their best just like solid rock band female-led vocals big fan uh nice. great great album yeah it's it's definitely worth a listen it's good that's one i think that slipped through the cracks because i do want to check that out um but i have been listening to a lot last week was a big week not only if you listen to our last episode you heard about the collected works of Neutral Milk Hotel, and uh, they released the Ferris Wheel on Fire EP. Been loving that. Oh, Sister is a great song that was previously unreleased. Super good. Um, But been loving that and the Everything Is EP that they put out as well. Uh, other new stuff. U.S. Girls, Bless This Mess. My, currently my favorite album of the year. Uh, you know what? I, then that one, one on I need list. to. I'm adding it now. It's gonna go get. It is to so right like there's this. one song that's about from the point of view of a tuxedo. Then the song after is about like Roy G. Biv dying. It's called R.I.P. Roy G. Biv and like this oh, concept no. of the rainbow die. So there's like interesting like concepts like that. Um, but it's like funky and just like channels like 70s soft rock. The first song, Only Daedalus, like reminds me of Steely Dan kind of. Doobie Brothers territory. She's clearly like very like a student of music and is pulling like 
funk, soft rock, all these different styles and like blending it. And it's my favorite album of the year so far. So go check it out. Then uh, Marker Starling with Diamond Violence. This came out end of last year, but he's featured on U.S. Girls and does that similar 70s soft rock sound. So highly recommend that. Uh, Gorillas with Cracker Island features from Thundercat, Stevie Nicks, uh, Bad Bunny, lots of other people, and is solid from what is I it, heard. I need to give it a good deep listen. But is it good? Because I feel like the last few Gorillaz albums have yeah. been. Fine. I feel like this is better than uh, the last two that they put okay, out. Okay, good. Which I did like the one two albums ago. But, uh, yeah, no, this one I felt like was definitely, yeah, they were kind of hit or miss the past couple. This mm-hmm. one is like 10 tracks and I felt like most of them were very good. Okay, um, cool. Cause I, f- I feel like since like, cause they like took a, he, they, he took a yeah, break on Gorillaz for quite a while. while. And I don't think anything since but, has been as good as the classics, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. Although there were some standouts on some of those albums, but yeah, as an album, they weren't as strong as I think. Yeah, I, I mean, Demon Days is like an all-timer. I mean, that's, um, that's like a no-skip for me. Yeah. Then we got Nappy Nina with Morning Dew, and that is like a great like rap. The There's a great like funky closer that is on our monthly music recap playlist, which I'll plug at the end, but... Highly recommend that one. That was a good one that took me by surprise. And then Sideshow, great hip-hop sample-based kind of like vintage loop type stuff. Really good with the album Two Millimeter, Don't Just Stand There. Then I have a list of Elephant Six touts that I'm just going to run through really quick. These will be in our episode notes because I talked about Milk Hotel a lot last year. So or I talked about Milk Hotel a lot last episode. It felt so like it was a year. <laughs> hey, got him. I'm gonna cut that out, so there's no context for that joke, and it's also good. I'm editing this one, loser. <laughs> it's staying in. Cut it out. Um, so yeah, I talked about Nutramilk Hotel a lot last week, so I wanted to focus on some of the other members of Elephant Six this week. Uh, Elf Power, which Laura Carter, who is also in Nutramilk Hotel, with their album When the Red King Comes, is like all time amazing. Uh, then the Apples in Stereo with Fun Trick Noisemaker, Robert Schneider, who produced both Neutral Milk Hotel albums. Uh, that's his band, very Beatles-esque inspired. Uh, and The Minders with Hooray for Tuesday. That album was being produced uh, before and after Aeroplane. Robert took a break to make that, to make Aeroplane in between that album. Uh, the Music Tapes, which is Julian Coaster. Uh, these next three are members other than Jeff and Mangum. These are the three members of Nutramilk Hotel's side projects. You have the music tapes, which is Julian Coaster. Very, like, haunting, uh, like, orchestral stuff. Very interesting. The Gerbils, which is Scott Spillane's, and uh, the album The Battle of Electricity. And then A Hawk and a Hacksaw, which is Jeremy Barnes, uh, who's the drummer of Nutramilk Hotel's uh, project. And then you got Olivia Tremor Control, Dusk at Cubist Castle. Jeff Mangum played drums in that band. And last but not least, I often forget that this band is a part of Elephant Six. And it's of Montreal with Hissing Fauna, Are You the Destroyer? Which that's just an absolute indie classic right there. But I threw it on the list because I forget that they were a part of this group in Athens as well. So, Luke, I'm going to give you homework. 
I'm giving okay. you homework. We're recording this episode very early this week, so you got time to do it. But by the time this episode is out, I want a playlist in the, the vein of This Is on Spotify, where you have an artist, of This Is Elephant Six from you. I think I can make that happen for you, buddy. I'm sure you've already got it in progress and just got to like, get it together. I don't, but I will. Yeah, I think like just like you know a, a, a comprehensive playlist of encyclopedic of the collective. Of all, yeah, yeah, seventeen hours long. I, that's the uh, intro for you talking you two to me. <laughs> uh see, I don't listen to other podcasts. Yeah. Cut about this music. <laughs> yeah, um, but anyway, yeah, no, I was actually thinking about doing that, Kev. So you're. You tasking me with it is the push I need. I'll get it done. Perfect. All right. Well, why don't we move to talking about the new Music Friday releases we're excited for in Shouts. All right. First up, we got the Creed 3 soundtrack, baby. And normally I wouldn't be that interested, but this is by Dreamville, which is that like group that includes J. Cole and a bunch of other great artists. They had a great compilation a couple years ago. And so I'm like, okay, if Dreamville's involved, I'm interested in this soundtrack. So check that out. Uh, shouts to Kate NV with Wow. I believe we played her on the podcast. Wow. I couldn't find evidence of that. But if not, just a fan of her music. So uh, Then we got Dry Cleaning with Swampy. That's an EP, but Dry Cleaning is a great UK band. Uh, post-punk type stuff. Very cool. Shushu, who I've played on the ba- uh, who I played on the podcast before, with ignore grief. I don't think you should do that. I think you nope. want to process grief, but that'll be an interesting album to check out. They're very like experimental. Um, and then that's it for me. What you got, Kev? Uh, an artist I'm really excited for. I really loved her album in 2018, but that is Kali Uchis with Red Moon in yeah. Venus. Uh, Isolation, that 2018 album, was really good. Made it to my end of year list. And very then, good, uh, very funky. Slow Tie with Ugly, in all caps. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I just can't it's get harsh. over it. When we were talking about our shouts, Luke, you you said, oh, that album? Just uh, look, look in the mirror. And then I found <laughs> out what it was, and it really hurt my feelings. So I'm harboring some hate right now. I don't know if that's exactly how it went down, but... I, I didn't mean it. You're a beautiful You know, boy. yeah, you're right. Because you beautiful, said... Beautiful, beautiful, You didn't make the joke. You said, if I was mean, I would make... And then made the joke. Yeah. So you at least had the awareness so to not do it directly. So am I mean? But still made it. Yeah. I, that's that's the question. Am I mean after saying I, that? This, I, this think it's a, I think it's a shade of gray. And not the sexy yeah. kind. The mean kind. <laughs> hey, give me 49 more of those and we're talking. Ew. All right, well, that's going to do it for us this week. we got to talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com, check that out. And, hey, head over to planetant.com slash best song ever, and there's a link there to join our Discord channel. Join that thing because we just started our monthly music recaps. Uh, It's a listening party on the last Friday of the month where you listen to the playlist uh, of all the music we've been loving for the month. So saves you the time of listening all month. Cause we just gathered it up for you. So we're going to be doing that. I'm going to be spinning a lot of other playlists. So come listen along in discord. You can just listen to the playlist with me, hit join and listen along. It'll be a grand old time. 
and then offshelf.net, check it out. It's on the internet. Lots of great columns and interviews over there. You can follow us at Best Song Ever Pod on all social media. And you can follow me at Indie Darling Music. See me playing some music. Follow me at Minty Fresh Kevin on Twitter because I'll just retweet Luke's shit at least. And uh, and maybe make a funny once in a while. I roasted Paddington or I roasted Damon Albarn this week on oh. Twitter. Um, wow. And you didn't even know he had a new album out. Yeah. Well, listen, I won't say what I said, but you have to go on Twitter to find it. And while you're there, I'm assuming it has something button. to do with Paddington. Um, Maybe. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. <laughs> well, it's best song ever. Another podcast better. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.